I guess I should. I haven't been remembering to uh, say, like, share, and subscribe recently. And I just wanted to uh, remind all the YouTubers to uh, do that. Um, so the, the, the problems in Minneapolis, Minnesota continue. Um, we still have, you know, four, uh, former police officers <clears throat> out there, uh, that haven't been brought to justice for, uh, killing a young man or middle-aged man. Um, although the evidence against them seems to be mounting more and more and, you know, this is what you know, I and a lot of other people are not understanding. <clears throat> that, you know, these guys, they're just out there walking around, man. Um, you know, their lives are forever changed because they've been fired from their jobs, but... You know, this, this man's life is forever gone. And, you know, it's not nice. It's not politically correct to say. But, I don't... I don't feel a a damn bit sorry for, you know, uh, the Target store that's getting rant was getting ransacked. Uh, I don't, I, I hope no lives have been lost. Uh, any further life has been lost, but, um, you know, uh, I don't feel bad. I don't understand why they set the auto zone on fire. But, or why they needed to loot Target, but, um, <laughs> there was, um, some outrage on the, uh, conservative side or whatever the hell you want to call it. I don't even know if you would call it conservative, but I heard somebody bitching that uh, these uh, black folks that were uh, looting Target along with white people, but there was this little old lady in a wheelchair that they started beating up on, and eventually, uh, a black man took a fire extinguisher and sprayed her down with it. And I mean, there was a this was like an industrial-sized fire extinguisher. 
And I mean, there was a huge cloud of uh, whatever the hell was in the fire extinguisher. Uh, it was like a powdered substance, but I mean, it was he, the woman disappeared, and she was not a small woman. Uh, totally disappeared in the fog of this fire extinguisher. And I laugh because the woman's response was, well, first of all, she was um, stabbing people. And at first I'm like, man, these fools are beating up on a little, uh, on an old lady, not little, but an old lady. And then I hear in the video them shouting, she's stabbing people, she's stabbing people. And I listened to the news report and the little, the old woman, not little, the old woman says, I was trying to do my part to stop the rioting and looting. Well, so, I mean, shit hell. This whole country's going to hell in a handbasket. But that, I, I don't know. I, I mean, wow. I was doing it to stop the rioting and looting. A little, an old lady, fat old lady on a, one of those little scooters that they ride around in the store was going around shanking people to stop the looting. Oh, shit, fire, hell. Uh, <laughs> so, um, a thing that caught my eye this morning, a couple little things that, I'll, I'll speak on this, as Conan would say, oil of Olay, Yariba La Raza, right? Conan from WC, WCW, the wrestler. People don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Um, hadn't seen this in a while, but I knew it was still going on. Um, and I don't, it, it will never, ever, probably never, ever stop. Um, I know, I fidget with so much shit in these videos. Uh, anyway. So, there was, um, a 14-year-old Iranian girl was murdered by her father in what he says was an honor killing. So, before I get into the story... Um, there's a link in the description. There's links to all this in the YouTube description. The rest of you on Spotify and, and the Anchor app will have to Google this shit yourselves. But, um, this is what an honor killing is. This is a, a def definition. Okay. Uh, honor killing in certain cultures, the killing of a relative, especially a girl or woman who is perceived to have brought dishonor to the family name. Now, this can be um, anything from sexual activity, perceived sexual activity, walking around in public with a man who is not a relative and is not your husband, 
So if a woman is single and she has a male friend and they go out for a walk, the in some cultures, the family uh, will kill the young daughter or in some places she can be stoned to death by uh, Islamic law, Sharia law as it's known. Um, and, you know, this is something where a lot of your, um, you know, your Ilhan Omar type Muslim women, you should be outraged, but, you know, they'll, you know, use the excuse like she did with 9-11. I assume she would use the excuse like she said, you know, on, on September 11th, some people did something. Uh, she, she would probably downplay honor killings in that regard. But uh, something that you don't understand if you don't uh, study uh, some of these third world and Muslim, Islamic, uh, whatever you want to call it, cultures, uh, it's... I'll get into it later, but it's generally practiced in um, Asian, the Southern Hemisphere, <laughs> okay, um, and it's like African co countries, Middle Eastern countries, well, Middle East really isn't in the Southern Hemisphere, but anyways, the, the underdeveloped uh, Third World countries, okay, and let's not bullshit each other. Saudi Arabia, there are certain people that are extremely wealthy. And then there's a, a small middle class. And then there are people that are just out there on, you know, you know, maybe they have a job. Maybe they live off of the land or whatever. But they're, they practice these old Muslim rituals um because you know grandpa did it dad did it i gotta do it you know going back generations and thousands of years um and islam can be a wonderful religion depending upon if you're uh a sunni or a shiite uh depending on you know how the area you were raised in is, if it's one of these uh, areas that has like no access to the outside world and all you know is what was passed down to you by your elders through the generations, you may still see killing your daughter for having uh, premarital sex or for having... Uh, been seen in public with a man who's not a relative or even for being raped there uh is a well it used to be a law uh if a woman is raped she is put in jail unless she has two witnesses that can testify that she did not uh invoke the rape herself do you get that? Like, she has to prove 
that I did not tempt this man into raping me. So that could mean the guy could say, oh, she took off her, her face covering and showed me her beautiful face where she lifted up her long dress and showed me some ankle. And I was just so uh, driven wild by this woman that came on to me and flirted with me. I, I had to have sex with her and it's her fault. And the woman goes to jail. Okay? Or she's a victim of an honor killing. Unreal that this goes on in the 21st century. But you have to put yourself into a different mindset. You know, these, these people look at us like we're crazy. You know what I'm saying? They think we're the, the, the evil ones. And it, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. Okay? We're, if you look at what I just said and go, oh my God, that's crazy. That's weird. That's strange. That's horrible. You got to remember, they're looking at us in the same way. Like, oh my God, the women walk around half naked, you know, or in these little skirts where you can, or little shorts where you can see their buttocks and their breasts hanging out. And the men, you know, are the same way. The men run around shirtless. What? I mean, right? It, it, you wouldn't want me to, but as a guy... Uh, aside from, you know, the public shaming because I'm obese. As a guy, I can walk around anywhere in public shirtless. Le perfectly legal in America. Uh, oh, not... I mean, some some stores have that no shirt, no shoes policy. But, I mean, in general, I could walk down the street shirtless. And aside from people going, good God, you fat slob, put a shirt on. It would be perfectly legal, you know, and there's a movement in the United States that women should, be, and I, I am for this movement. I am behind this 100%. Women should be allowed to be shirtless in public anywhere a man is allowed to be shirtless in public. That's all right with me. Hey, I'm a red-blooded, cigar-smoking American male. I don't give a good gosh darn. Um... One more thing before I uh, read and comment on this CNN article about um, the honor killing in Iran. Uh, I got to delve in, down a, a dark hole here. No pun intended. Wait till you hear what I'm about to tell you. Um, but I wanted to go into the uh, another... Down off my screen. Ugly World. Um, it's called Female Circumcision. Uh, this is another thing that's practiced in some of these uh, religions and other cultures. Um, so, this is a definition. If you're on YouTube, there's a link in the description. If you're on the podcasts... Um, just, you can use Google. Um, so female circumcision or a clitorectomy, clitorectomy, 
This is the removal of the entire clitoris and adjacent labia, the external and internal folds of the skin or lips that protect the vaginal opening. In Inflabation, infibulation. This this procedure involves removing the clitorectomy, including okay. So that's basically repeating. Then uh, the skin sewn together, where the clitoris and the labia used to be. Um, and there's some pictures there if you um, want to see them. They're not real graphic pictures. They're like medical pictures. Um, of course, my girlfriend texts me right now. Honey, I'm talking about circumcisions. What? Female circumcision. Oh. Um, this is also referred to as female genitalia mutilation um let me read this little snippet uh female genital mutilation also known as female genitalia cutting and female circumcision this is what i was getting at okay after this comma so female circumcision comma is the ritual cutting or removal of some or all of the external female genitalia. The practice is found in Africa, Asia, and the Middle East within communities from country, from countries in which FGM, female genital mutilation, is common. UNICEF est estimated in 2016 that 200,000 women living Today, in 30 countries, 27 African countries, Indonesia, Iraqi, Kurdistan, and Yemen have undergone this procedure. Um, let me give you a comparison. Okay, like when boys are circumcised, if you're um, like a Christian or non-Jewish person, the doctors at the hospital just say, hey, do you want your son circumcised? And they cut the foreskin off our, our penises, right? And it's painful, but we're too young to remember it. Um, if you're Jewish, a moil or a rabbi, that might, might be interchangeable, but um, will come in and there's a, a ceremony to this. Sometimes these female genital mutilation, I saw one on the evening news when this stuff, uh, I shouldn't call it stuff, when this uh, ritual first came to light in the United States uh, like 20 years ago, maybe a little before that if you were in the academic community. But to mainstream America, a lot of these things came to light after 9-11 and we finally uh, undummied and learned a little about uh, other cultures and things. But I saw one of these on TV, and you can probably Google and YouTube search them. 
And the one I saw, the 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 ritual took place like in the family living room, and there was no anesthetic involved. I mean, oh my gosh, the poor girl, she was like thirteen, it twelve or thirteen, I think. And it was done as you know part of her you know like womanhood ritual. So maybe like after the girl got her first period, I don't know. But it's disgusting. I mean, they didn't like zoom in and show the whole, you know, thing. There, but there was like a, a midwife, we might call it, or a nurse or religious person. And I mean, they just hacked away at her private area and then sewed it back up. I mean probably a lot more sophisticated, a little more sophisticated than that, but man, she was screaming and crying, and her father was like, stop, stop crying, you baby, stop being a baby, you know, this is what you have to go do, and like, oh my god, you know, I mean, if that was my daughter, whether it was part of my culture, or my heritage, or my religion, or whatever, you know, your kid's in pain from some procedure, then why would you not, like, be consoling to her? But whatever, man. Some cultures are just screwed up. So CNN reported the death of a 14-year-old Iranian girl in so-called honor killing sparks outrage. Iranian President Hassan Rouhani, 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 R-O-U-H-A-N-I, has called for, pardon me, President, Iranian President, Hassan Rouhani has called for new procedure, more or yeah, new protections for women after a 14-year-old girl was allegedly murdered by her father in a so-called honor killing, sparking outrage in the country. Now this is good that Iran is starting to move forward uh, and westernize and get with the 21st century. I know we're not supposed to like Iran, but, you know, kudos to their president for this. Um, she's a rather cute young girl. Um, she has her headscarf on, but she has a nice smile and, you know, her face is uncovered. Um, Ro, Ro, Ramina Ashfari's father is suspected of killing her with a farming sickle <clears throat> after she ran away from her family home in northern Iran's Talish County with a 29-year-old man, the semi-official FARS news agency reported. So, Ro Ram in... Uh, Romana, Ramana, R-O-M-I-N-A, Ramana 
ran away from home with a 29-year-old man. Um, 14-year-old and a 29-year-old man. In the United States, we'd be the father would probably kill the 29-year-old man. I don't know the details of their relationship. Um, I don't think when I was 21, 29, hell, when I was 21, when I was 14, I wasn't that interested in 14-year-old girls. But that's kind of different, different culture again, you know. Um, and again, yeah, some 29-year-old men in the United States want to date 14-year-old girls, but we call them pedophiles. Um, and in the United States, we would be blaming the guy and the girl would be considered his victim. Uh, police have arrested the teenager's father. Well, that's good. Ash, Ash, Rafi's death has been widely covered by Iranian media across across reformist, moderate, and pro-government news outlets. It's unclear whether the 29-year-old man will face criminal charges. Okay, well, that's an improvement for Iran. He may face criminal charges. He should by United States law, but we'll see what happens. I'm not an expert on Iranian law. But they're trying to get westernized. Uh, Amnesty International, which is a useless bunch of fucks, but I used to think Amnesty International was so cool because Robin Williams was their spokesman, and I really liked Robin Williams and Mork and Mindy, and um, Robin used to do this great commercial. He's one of the great um, physical comedians of all time. Like, you know, his movements and, and things of that nature, his uh, dramatization physically. And he would do this this Amnesty International commercial called uh, Wheel of Misfortune. And it was talking about how, you know, you could spin the wheel and get, uh, you know, like torture, death, uh, blah, blah, blah. And he said, you know, in so many countries, this is not a joke. It's real and so on and so forth. And uh, I used to like Amnesty International because of that. Now I, I'm not a real, I guess they're not on my radar because you don't hear of Amnesty International doing much. Uh, but anyways, Amnesty International condemned the killing and called for authorities to ensure full accountability for the crime. That's good. Good, good, good. We call on Iran's authorities and lawmakers to in, end the impunity for violence against women slash girls and criminalize domestic violence. Yes. Let's get with the 21st century Middle East, beating your wife, daughter, girlfriend, honor killings are not cool anymore. Uh, the article goes on to say, uh, this is quoting Amnesty International, 
they must amend Article 301 of the Penal Code to ensure accountability prominate to the severity of the crime without resort to the death of without resort to the death penalty so the amnesty international wants uh the once iran to make the uh, article 301 of their penal code uh harsher against the crime of domestic violence and honor killings and so on but they don't want it to be the death penalty either Oh, gosh. Anyways, according to the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights, Article 301 reduces punitive measures for fathers involved in so-called honor killings. Rouhani expressed regret over Ashrafi's death during a cabinet meeting in Tehran. The president ordered accelerated study and ratification of a bill that protects women against violence Fars reported Thursday so uh, you know this is you know what uh, President Rouhani's doing is you know huge progress for this uh, country of Iran and, you know, it's something we as Americans take for granted. One of those individual rights and freedoms we just take for granted. But uh, it's something totally different and a different culture. And something we need to be aware of. And, um, you know, we need to put pressure on our leaders... You know... Uh, to do something about this. I mean, look, man, President Obama's administration gave big buku buckaroos to Iran. Um, and, well, Hillary and Barack wanted to say they wanted to go to war with Iran and Russia and North Korea. But anyways... You know, we give big-time government aid to uh, countries like this. And, you know, Iran's, you know, not supposed to be our friend uh, as far as the government goes. Um, the Iranian people, you know, I don't have a problem with. But, you know, we need to tie, you know, foreign aid to foreign um advancement in culture and society maybe is a way of putting it you don't get you know millions or billions of dollars in u.s aid uh unless you clean up your uh civil rights or your women's rights i mean come on you know American women say they have, well, not all, but a few American women say they have no rights. I talked about it before. I met a girl from, or a woman, really, <coughs> from 
Saudi Arabia. She was here. Uh, she had a deal with uh, some Saudi company where she would come to the United States and learn to teach English and then go back to Saudi and be an English teacher. But I said, you know, well, you know, wh where do you like it better? You know, the United States or Saudi Arabia? And she said, well, I like the United States so much better because I have rights. Uh, I have rights. She said, if I were in Saudi Arabia, I would have no rights unless I were married, which she was married. Uh, she said, but in Saudi Arabia, I would be like property of my husband. Um, now, her husband, I didn't meet him. He um, He may be a little softer than some uh, Saudi Arabian husbands, but, all right, thank you. I love you too. Yes, you just behave. Now, um, he may be a little, you know, more modern because obviously, you know, he and his wife, you know, traveled to the United States and, uh, are here on student visas legally. Um, and, I asked her why she didn't stay in the United States, and she said, no, we, ha we have to go back. I guess it may be because of this uh, agreement that they have where, you know, somebody is paying for their education, and then the agreement is they come back to Saudi Arabia and uh, use that education in Saudi, working for whomever paid for their education. Um but, you know, I thought there would be, or, you know, she would be a good American. I mean, I don't care that she's Muslim. Who cares? Um, you know, just because, you know, she says she likes this country and she appreciates her rights. Uh, one thing she did say is, like, things in the United States look old, like the malls and stuff. And she's like, in I, or in Saudi, the, all the malls are new, which is kind of in, interesting. Remember the uh, Persian Gulf War where, you know, we, we had to drive Saddam Hussein out of uh, the poor little country of Kuwaiti, Kuwait. Uh, now, the, the biggest, best bodybuilding gym where all the American professional bodybuilders go is in Kuwait. Uh, and they also have, like, the same department stores we have at our malls. And they have malls now. Pardon my Ohio Valley accent when I say malls and things. But, um, you know, they, they have malls. I mean, you know, uh, so their culture is advancing. You know, American malls are fading and big department stores are dropping like flies. And um, in Saudi Arabia, now they're, they're building apparently new shopping centers and malls and things like that. So, I mean, they're a little bit behind, but, you know, for them, this is like advanced culture. I don't think Saudi Arabia has Amazon just yet. I don't know. They might. But anyway, who gives a shit about Amazon? Um, so, yeah, I think we... 
we need to, you know, watch and care about other people and other cultures. And, you know, these honor killings and, and things like this, uh, or even uh, female circumcision. You know, it's something that we Americans don't hear about very often. Um, so, uh, it kind of rears its ugly head when something like this happens. But... Uh, I think there needs to be a little more outrage and outcry in our country, in our community, for um, the rest of the world, you know. There were politicians, the crooked Clintons, for example, uh, you know, that were saying, oh, we're citizens of the world. We're not just Americans. We're citizens of the world. Well, Bubba, after you, you know, well, you, you already killed Jeffrey Epstein. But, uh, you know, stick up for these kids. Take your damn Clinton Foundation dollars that you and Hillary do God knows what with. And, you know, stick up for these kids or whatever, man. We should all as Americans be sticking up for kids around the world. We're America. We're the world leader. So, anyways, moving on. Thank you very much for watching on YouTube, listening on the podcast, and uh, have a great day and pray for each other. Thank you very, very much.